0: Hey, what's up? It's Keena Zontel. We're back. It's Citizen the Pod. We've got a lot to talk about. I have some catching up to do with y'all, but we got a lot um that's been just going on out here. I mean, if you're on Twitter, you follow the president's tweets. He's a hot mess. So, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Today. Um, Join with me today. I got the homie. We go way back. I'm so excited. I was able to find 20 minutes of his time to fit this <laughs> recording in. So let me introduce to you, Jamil. What's up?
1: Hey, what's going on? Glad to be here today.
0: Um, tell the folks a little bit about you and if you got anything going on.
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show today. Obviously, I'm a big fan. Like I, t- I told you, uh, off camera uh, or off mic that uh, I'm not used to being on nobody's uh podcast you know i'm I'm the guy usually behind the scenes but um but that's just a little bit about me you know I have my own um, company cruise control media it's a digital media marketing, consulting company, Uh, one of the things that we do um, is produce podcasts, you know, and Citizen the Pod is one that we are really excited about, uh, just getting that message out and just, you know, everything that you have going on, we just want to give you a platform to kind of really just lend your voice to a lot of the issues that's going on today, so, um, but aside from that, I'm also serve as the um, executive producer of the largest millennial Awards show in this area the Changemakers 30 Under 30 Awards coming Yay. up October 6th quick plug you know um, also too by day I serve as a director of social media um, and digital engagement and uh, for the city of Buffalo so I've um, been doing that for about two years and you know uh, you know just you know amongst Many other things, you know, Eastern Region Vice President, National Urban League Young Professionals, board member, yeah, Buffalo Urban League, uh, uh, board member for the William D. Y M C A and also campaign chair uh, for that as well. So it's a lot going on. I'm excited to be here today just to be able to, again, lend my voice to, you know, some important things that, you know, that you got to say.
0: Well folks, I'm home as you can see. Usually I've been taping this from Georgia, but I'm excited to have the time to link up with some of my friends, some of the homies that I know who definitely have something to say, whose opinions are worth your while listening to. So, we're going to hop into this quickly. So, before we even get started, your boy decided to tweet today oh, and call clown. our and call our um a strange stepsister. You know, everybody got that cousin or that, that step the something. The one that you just
1: wanted to own. Right. Yeah. That you don't
0: even, like, you be, you know, you be like, yo, did y'all invite her to the party? Because if you did, I'm not coming. Like, that is Amorosa to, right. like, the whole community. Right. And, you know, we we all have our names for her. Sometimes it's sellout. Sometimes it's coon. But um, today... I don't care what nobody say. That's my sister. So you came for the wrong one. President decided to tweet this morning and call her a dog. I'm not feeling it. Um, you know, they try to walk around if this man is racist or not. He is. I mean, do you have any thoughts on?
1: I mean, listen, uh, clearly the man is, he, he's he's just an, an idiot. You know, um, I, I have no, uh, I make no Quarrel's about, you know, my disdain for, uh, for 45, you know. And we don't
0: I, do that here on this show. We no, don't hold like, it back. No, listen,
1: um, he, he, he's just an idiot, you know, and uh, the fact that he had the audacity today, you know, to um, call this woman out of her name. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, you just look at his track record. Right. You know, I mean, Pocahontas. It, it sh- right. It, it, it really I mean. shouldn't come um, as a surprise to anyone whatsoever. But you know, it does kind of touch home a bit. You know, because again, like, as you said, like I'm no fan of Amorosa whatsoever. I'm, I don't. You know, neither am I. I, you know, I. You know, I I think that she's you know she's just a I don't want to call her any names. You know, um, yeah. but I just, I'm just not the biggest fan of Amorosa right. at all.
0: Opportunist. I'm gonna throw that out there. Opportunist.
1: Absolutely. For sure. You know, sh- shucking and jiving, you know, just for, you know, for attention and, and, and do anything for the spotlight. Right. You know, so and which is it could be unfortunate because you do it sometimes at the expense of, of other people. Exactly. You know? um, especially, you know, her role in, in the White House. You know, I, I, honestly, I thought it was all for show. Right. It was all for sure. and
0: show. And she admitted to it over the weekend. She went on some pretty major um, political shows. I think she may have been on Meet the Press over on Sunday. And she said, you know, she was complicit in a lot of the behaviors that she knew were wrong. Um, there were plenty of times where she heard the president use the N-word. And she decided that at the time it was more, it, it was just, it was just, better for her to push it behind her or to overlook it. And in doing so, it's somewhat hard for us to pay her much attention, knowing what we know, Um, but she got receipts. So, I right. mean. Yeah, listen.
1: <laughs> I mean, and I think, you know, you, you see the backlash that's coming, left and right, coming from this White House right, right. now about, about her and about you know everything that she has to say and and rightfully so I mean I would probably be shook as well you right know? I mean this I mean listen you know this woman <laughs> she got some she has some balls on it I mean yes, she, she definitely has the, the audacity to take um, a, a, a telephone or whatever she used whatever recording device that she used inside the the situation room right you know the most it should be it's considered as one of the most secure places On this planet. Right. And the fact that she was able to go in there and tape these conversations, you know, I mean, to me, you know, You can say what you want about her. I I just think everybody from from all sides, her, the administration, everybody just looks bad in this situation right now. Yes, it does. Because that's a national security um, risk right there. Right. That's a huge national security issue right there to have someone come in 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 your most secure space Mm -hmm. and and be able to tape conversations and and to be able to have this stuff. And obviously, she she has no problem releasing this stuff No, she doesn't. She definitely doesn't. And obviously, we know why she's releasing it, She's trying to sell a book right now. Right. You know what I mean? So... But that to me, that it's, it's, that's still problematic, though, you know, to, mm-hmm. for you to be able to go into that space and, and be able to do what you did. But at the same time, I mean, you know, when you are a circus and you have, you know, yes. you, you have, you know, this, yes. it's just a bunch of clowns run, running the asylum right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so um, so what do you expect, mm-hmm. you know, coming out of this administration
0: now? And if Omarosa was able to take a tape and record, or like we said, any recording device that she used, if she was able to record her conversation with John Kelly, chief of staff of the White House, in the Situation Room, then there's no way that you can tell me that the Russians, that Vladimir Putin, didn't tape his conversation with Trump during the Helsinki Stomach. No, absolutely. Uh, there's no way. He's yeah. he's He's way smarter, way more advanced, and way... More true to the game than Omarosa could ever be.
1: Yeah. And I think that just speaks to everything that's coming out of this administration right now. Just the um, just the, the, the carelessness. Right. You know, um, just the irresponsibility that's coming out of this administration. and And you see it and you see it and even in the policies that's being put forth now. So, you know, again, it doesn't surprise me. And and again, I thought a long time ago, honestly, I really thought that I didn't think Donald Trump was going to last as as long as he has lasted so far um, in his his presidency. You know, I thought after his first year, they were going to have enough dirt on this guy you know to be able to you know get him out. So and I, I'm still holding on to that hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know I, I really am um, because I, I I think Russia does. They have a, they have a lot of dirt on this guy. Right. I, I really truly believe that, and it's just going to be a matter of time before this stuff is exposed. You yeah. know. So
0: agreed, agreed. And it's just it's important for my listeners to understand that the founders of our constitution deliberately created this institution or created this bureaucracy that was supposed to play a check and balance role on each other. And it is very disheartening to see elected officials whose sole purpose is to serve their constituency and this country decided now they are in service to this president. You know, it was recorded at a fundraiser recently, um, Devin Nunez, who was the chair of the House uh, I want to say, intelligence committee. House Intelligence
1: Committee, correct? Who,
0: who he, who, and blatantly said, you know, it is his job to protect this president. No, sir, it is your job to protect this country, its values, and the people who voted you into office. It is your job to do their bidding, and not, not only just
1: the people that voted him into office, but the people who didn't vote him into office as well. Right. You right. know, I mean, he has a he has a, an obligation as a as a public servant. Mm-hmm. You have an obligation, you know, to. Um, all constituents, regardless of if they voted for you or not. Right. You know, you have to serve, you have to serve the people. And, you know, and it's just really unfortunate the times that we're in right now, because what you're finding is that uh, a lot of these politicians can be bought. Right. You know, because that's what, you know, that's what it really boils down to. Mm -hmm. That's what it really boils down to. And it's a
0: job for him. That's why he has no problem, you know, taking care of the president, because right now the word of the president in the eyes of Republican voters is gold. So, you know, making the statement, well, I'm here to protect the president is not going to be used against him by, you know, Republican GOP Trump supporters at that point It's just not, they are all hanging on to his coattails and they're willing to ride the ride just to maintain power. And it's a mess. And, you know, it's also been disclosed that, you know, there are government employees whose paychecks are written by taxpayer dollars who are signing NDAs at this as if the White House is Trump Incorporated. I mean a non disclosure mm-hmm. agreement? How about you write how about you sign a an agreement with the American people to serve our best interests, right. not to serve this president. I mean it's just it's just gotten out of control and I'm not sure that well I'm hoping Because it's it's clear that no matter what he does, we are not going to be able to change the direction or the minds of Republican voters at this point. But what we can do on the flip side and what I try to promote so much in this podcast is our own ability to say, cut it out. Because we're here and our vote does matter, despite what the Russians want us to think. Our vote does matter and we, we do have the ability in November to start pumping his brakes, and we have to flip one of those branches of go- government. And I think it's going
1: to happen, you know, like one of the things that we have going on with the um, the National Urban League Young Professionals, um, we have this initiative called the Bounce Back, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's all around, it's centered around civic engagement, voter, voter education, voter um, registration, and, you know, getting people engaged and actively engaged around this, this midterm elections this year, you know, so and and you're starting to see it, you know, I mean, they just recently had a, a special election in Ohio. And even though, uh, the Republican he 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 squeaked out of that election,
0: squeaked less than a point, less, less than, than a point. point win.
1: But the, and and but that's prob that's very problematic though. Even yes, though he is. won, be is very problematic because you know he squeaked out of that out of that race in a predominantly and uh, notoriously Republican, a Republican seat. seat. Right. You know, so, so the fact that you only got out of there by less than the point. Yes. That should be very telling right now. You know, so, and, and, you know, people talk about that blue wave that's happening and such, like, like, it's real. I mean, but what I'm, what I'm more encouraged by is there's a lot of progressive voices that's really starting to come forward now. Right. You know, because even with some of the, uh, establishment, you know, this uh, establishment, uh, you know, folks on the left and such, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you see that that's not, that is, you know, that, that, that... that. It's a new direction right now in which mm-hmm. people are trying to go in. You mm-hmm. know, so you look at the race that happened down in um down here in, in just in our backyard down in New York, um with uh
0: Ocasio Cortez. Yes, El you Alexandria. know. I mean yeah. I
1: mean she beat this dude was a sitting uh, a sitting uh house Rep- house of representative for what, years. twenty twenty one years yeah, or something he was like that? Third
0: ranking Democrat right. in the house, like one right. of our one of the biggest fundraisers and she was able to use grassroots organizing techniques to get small dollar donations, spend her money where she was supposed to, and then let the volunteers and her own voice and her message and what she wanted, you know, the folks in her neighborhood to know about her be what took her over the finish line. I mean that those kind of candidates are the ones that I'm excited to talk about, excited to plug and promote on my, you know, on this podcast because I don't really call it a blue wave because you've seen that even you know democrats who are toting the party line voters are saying that's not enough for us we right. need you to right. be about something we need you to be moving forward an agenda that is going to be representative of what our needs and our values are now and not what they look like five years ago when you took this seat 10 20 years ago when you took this seat so it's it's definitely a new day we're going in a new direction and i just hope this excitement behind you know what we see happening in front of us it's like kind of like just seeps into our bloodstreams and just continues to flow through us because I think that we've definitely gotten complacent.
1: As oh, listen, voters. you know, I think that 2016 election, you know, should serve as a wake up call mm-hmm. for a lot of folks because we, we got caught falling asleep at the wheel. Right. Um, at that election You know And you know Because people People just naturally assume You mm-hmm. know That folks on one side Were just gonna dominate That election And right. it just didn't happen mm-hmm. You know Because you look at this clown Again This has always been His agenda yes. You know This has always been His agenda But again Because he You know He has that Entertainment background And stuff Nobody could ever Really take him serious But he was He was wise enough To He, he put that machine Behind him And mm-hmm. I'll take a big part Of that machine Was the Russian machine yes, You know But uh, But yeah, I mean, he. However, he did it. He did it. Right. You know. So, and that should serve as a wake up call for us. Right. You know that we can't get we can't get caught slipping again mm-hmm. because if we do, you know, it, it's just going to create for just a longer. You know, because look look at it like this, right? Uh you 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 look at what's happening right now with these new Supreme Court justices just being nominated and such. Yes. I mean, if these guys are, you know, actually. You know um put into place um to serve into serving these roles and serving these capacities you know this can have a long generational effect yes, on this us this is a
0: lifetime appointment and he's i don't right. even believe he's 50 not no so i mean ruth bader ginsburg is in her 80s so
1: they trying to get out of there yo. right like so this means <laughs> you know? this,
0: this man can literally be serving serving this country 30 40 years easy right. um And it was just reported that they are trying to have his hearing on the Senate floor on September 4th. I am praying that one of our like maverick rogue senators decides to take a trip and doesn't show up to the hearing and isn't there for the vote. So there's not enough people to vote like this is how crazy and this is this is how crazy we have to be in order to attempt to stop this nomination before the midterm elections. Like it's, it's just nonsense that people are going to be able to speak in November and the Republicans are willing to, you know, walk back what they used two years ago against um, Merrick Garland and president Obama's nominee. Um, they're true. You know, the same idea that you we're in a an election year and that people should speak the same rule should apply this time. And I don't understand why it's not.
1: Absolutely. I, you know what it is too. you know, The folks on, I I guess, for lack of better terms, the left... Um, we have to do a better job of being more aggressive and really, you know, kind of fighting the fight the way, you know, because the folks on the other side, they know how to fight a fight.
0: Right. Yes, they, they do.
1: They know how to fight a fight and know how to fight a fight effectively. Mm-hmm. And while we're sitting in the back, you know, kind of passively sitting on our hands and such and like and we see the, uh, the repercussions that, that comes from that. You know, I, I, I have the utmost respect for the Obamas. I, you know, President Obama is one of my heroes and his wife is obviously I just absolutely adore her. Mm-hmm. um you know obviously she had made that 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 quote and saying when they go low we go high I, I i can't subscribe to that all the time yeah i'm, I'm just sorry i just can't I you agree. know you just can't because sometimes you just got to fight fire with fire
0: right and you know what i think you have to, is have to keep your eye on the prize um one of the criticisms of the obama presidency was that unlike the republican party when a democratic party was in power um You know they weren't multitasking. Mm. Um, When I look back at that presidency, there were things that we could have did to maintain power. For example, we could have pushed for DC and Puerto Rico statehood. Puerto Rico statehood. Right. If we were to make both of those area, make both of those places states, overwhelmingly they would be they will be Democratic. They would be Democratic, and we would be adding four Democratic senators. We would be adding who knows how many House of Representatives that were probably lean Democrat, um, and numbers matter now. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Republican Party knew once they got control of the Senate back in 2014, 14 Before 2016's election They knew they had the opportunity To change the direction of the courts
1: mm-hmm. By
0: changing the directions of the courts They would be able to influence Policy that would benefit them Citizens United There's a possibility that we could lose Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade yeah. There are, you know, right now the EPA Has allowed asbestos to be used In, you know corp- in, in The production of products In this country now I mean simple protections right now are in danger because we didn't take advantage of our opportunity when we had power and we didn't keep our eye on a prize. We didn't have multi multi-layered, you know, attacks on trying to hold power. And I, I wish that we did. We didn't, but Hey, you know, we, we we win some, we lose some, and in November, we should be able to. Sh- we can't lose show. no more.
1: We we, <laughs> we cannot lose anymore, though. We can't. You know, we can't. because our kids, the, the, our future kids, right. and our grandkids, their lives depend on us right now. Yes. It depends on us And you know And the fight That we're willing To put up It's just like The same way That our, our Grandparents And our great Grandparents during Jim Crow And civil rights era They wasn't fighting Just for themselves They was fighting For future generations And right. such You know So we have to Kind of adopt That same mindset But we uh, You know Obviously we need To do it In a, in, in a way That's modernized You know yes. I mean we can't Fight the, the same Fight that they fought and, and the same way That they fought it okay. You know but we, but we have to Fight that fight Because you know Because again It's not us That we have to that we just have to rely on it's it's, mm-hmm. it's future generation it's my my and your future kids right. you know who whose lives depend on this yeah
0: so we both agree that unfortunate it's not even an unfortunate thing it's just we we've got to grow up so yes we have to fight fire with fire but we do not have to take we don't have to go as low as the president has no
1: absolutely not yeah no. I,
0: I mentioned earlier you know today Amarosa the president of the United States called a black female a dog.
1: It essentially, called her a bitch.
0: I thought nigger. Yeah. I, I mean, like I mean, back in the nineteen six in the nineteen sixties, it was a ton of videos I saw of white police officers with dogs attacking who Niggas mm. Like I just felt like that was actually the easier word to roll off the or to roll off the tongue. And I feel like if Omarosa got the receipt on that, please play us the receipt. Not that it matters. But I also think that right now we need to gin up that anger. See, right. anger motivates people. Absolutely. And the more like she's actually to me coming out at a perfect time is a perfect storm. I need her to, con- to continue to. And I don't even know if she realizes. I mean, I understand that she's selling a book, but I don't think she realizes the role she's playing in ginning up, you know, black anger like mm. when black people are angry when we feel like we got something to fight for we have no problem showing that and that's exactly what we did in 2008 I need us to do that in November I need us to to really use that same anger to say hey we need
1: that same energy Bo. we do we really do we, <laughs> we need, need that, that same, same energy, energy so absolutely that, so
0: that we can get folks to the polls register and I'm, I'm going to keep saying this again even if you're registered to vote you need to check on your registration status absolutely there are states and I've talked about this in previous episodes that have decided to purge folks from their voter rolls for inactivity Mm -hmm. and every state has the right to decide what inactivity looks like and what is the amount of time that constitutes inactivity for you to get kicked off so you know i want to say down south they made it the last four years if you didn't vote in the last presidential election and you missed the midterm you were kicked off the voter rolls i mean we 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 need we need Amarosa to keep making us mad. We need this president to keep deciding that, hey, government shutdown sounds good to me for a wall that we've already heard from our, you know, our nonpartisan budget agencies saying that, one, we don't have the money to pay for it, and two, it's not cost effective. Mm-hmm. It's not worth building. Trump, go ahead. Shut government down. Shut it down, yo, because we need folks to see government. Looking a mess Right In front of a face Absolutely when, Absolutely When they think things are just When they think things are going okay And it isn't front and center On your TV screen On, on your Facebook If someone isn't sharing anything Then that's when we get complacent And we, we can't do that We can't right. do that November is too important
1: It is It's too important And the one thing though That I really encourage people to do Is we we have to make sure That regardless of what side of the aisle you sit on, where you stand on the issues, you have to vote. Right, you have to. Like, there's, 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 there's no debating. You mm-hmm. know, you have to vote. Right. You know, there's a quote. on um, this, uh, it was by Plato. It says that uh, one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. You know, by you cho- by choosing not to participate in the process, you you know, essentially, you know, for those who decide to. To participate in the process right. Those are the ones That you have to uh, That you are uh, Essentially inferior to right. You know So um, so that's why it, it is so vital That you have to vote So that's why I really implore people You know And, and again If you're not registered To vote Man get out there And vote and, and be Not only just register, But be educated On the issues In which you're voting for
0: mm-hmm. You
1: know Know where the candidates Stand on issues That you care about Right You know And
0: if you don't know details I mean listen Listen to this pod Citizen I mean, pod man That's where it's This why at. we're here This is what <laughs> We do. I mean, every week I'm going to come to you with something new. Learn something. I mean, it's, I'll make it easy for you, okay? I'm going to get up here, talk my shit, mm-hmm. and you're going to walk away like, oh, okay. and mm-hmm. Something for me to think about. But am I registered? Yes, I am. So I'm just so happy that Jamil had the time to be on this podcast today. Um, it's been 50 years since the Voting Rights Act was signed. And he mentioned um, former First Lady Michelle Obama. She has her new initiative. It's a nonpartisan initiative that is going to be pushing people to register to vote. Again, she understands. It, it was grassroots voter organization is what put President Obama in office. That is what pushes our elected officials to move in another direction on issues that affect us every single day Absolutely. so we've got to do our part um i want to thank all of you from listening into today's podcast we were going to talk about civil discourse but we ended up talking about civic responsibility <laughs> and at the end of the day every one of my shows is about that one thing like you have one goal as an american and that is to Vote when there is an election to hold these people accountable, baby, because we write in they checks and they just squandering the money. Like like Cardi B said, I want to it's time for us to all start getting some invoices. Like, (laughs) where did my two dollars over here go? Where did that 68 cents over there go? Why is the pothole still in front of my street? Well, who are you not speaking to? And on this show, I'm going to make it easy for you to learn who to speak to? Anything else you want yeah, to add? Jere? Yeah,
1: people. I just again, I just want to implore that people be out here, be civically engaged. You know, because a lot of these issues that we're talking about today, these are, you know, if you if you feel as if like these issues have no effect on you, then you are uh, sadly mistaken. Mistaken. You know? So th- these issues, all these issues that we're talking about, they have long term ramifications, and they can they could, you know, uh, especially the things that this this current administration is uh, the the policies that they're advocating. Advocating for, you know, they can have some long term effects on future generations. So we have to make sure that we stay engaged. And um, and, and again, please, people vote. Uh, get out here, learn about the issues that's going on. If you need to know, you know, um, where you can go to, to to learn about certain issues. There's so many different resources out there. Right. I would start just with, you know, visiting the National Urban League Young Professionals website, you yes, know, NULYP.org. You can learn more about the Bounce Back initiative that we have going on, you know, that's really centered around um, voter education, voter registration and such, around these these current midterm elections. And it, it just get educated on the issues. If yes. you get educated on the issues, the then you'll be a more well-informed voter. And again, we need you to vote come 2018.
0: So citizens, you can find Citizen the Pod on tons of different platforms. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find me. I'm also on YouTube now. So this episode will be on YouTube. Again, I want to thank Jamil. I want to thank you all for listening. I want you to get out there, get you and your tribe registered. This was Citizen the Pod.